Hey there, I'm Rachel Corbett and welcome to another episode of Small Change, the podcast that's all about the small changes you can make that'll make a big difference to your finances. Now, buying a house is a bit of a touchy subject these days because for many, it's something that seems wildly out of reach. But is it even worth doing in the first place? Well, Stockspot's Chris Bricky is here to lay out the pros and cons of renting versus buying. So Australia is definitely a property-obsessed country, and there's an old adage here that is, rent money is dead money. And I think it's something a lot of my friends have shared with me over time. However, I think a lot of listeners may be surprised to know that actually renting and buying are more similar than you think. And in fact, if you rent and do a few of the things that I'm going to suggest, you can actually be in a similar position to someone that buys. And so... I don't believe that rent money is dead money. I don't believe that paying rent is really too much different to paying off a mortgage, but I'm going to be sharing you know, some of the key differences, some of the key pros and cons of renting versus buying, and if you're in one of those camps, what you can do to make sure you're in the best position overall. So first of all, on buying, and I think a lot of Aussies appreciate the value of buying a home. There's already that emotional benefit of having that physical asset that you own, that you get to, you know, renovate as you like. You can, you know, do whatever landscaping you want. You can make whatever changes you want. But in addition to that, you know, one of the great benefits of owning is the growth of property over time. I think I look back at my parents that bought a place back in the 80s and, and you know, and always are flabbergasted at the amount of growth that we've seen in, in that value over time and other Australians have as well. So there's the growth benefit of investing and that growth is enhanced when you're buying property because of leverage. When you buy a property, you typically only put down 10 or 20% of the value and a bank lends you the rest. And so if a property is going up in 10% a year and you've only put down 20% overall, that really magnifies your gains. And so the growth magnified by leverage or a mortgage is one of the big benefits of owning. For people owning their first home in Australia, it's also quite tax efficient because as as Australians know, you don't need to pay capital gains tax on your primary residence. Um, There are also other benefits of owning like the fact that it's forced savings. A lot of people who didn't who, who don't own, you know, may not be forced to put money in a mortgage, which is a way of forcing people to save in a positive way. So I think overall, the benefits of owning are, are known quite well. You know, some of the negatives of owning probably aren't discussed as much. Obviously, there is the, the negative of not having the flexibility to, you know, move that easily. You know, you can obviously rent somewhere else and, and own, but a lot of people live in the house that they own. So it could actually force you to sort of stay in a particular location. Um, but also, um, you know, one of the downsides that I see that I don't think is discussed very often is the lack of diversification in your own personal wealth. So if you own your primary residence, for a lot of people, that is 80 or 90% of their total wealth tied to that particular thing. They don't have the opportunity to put their money in you know, shares or in property in other countries or in all sorts of other assets that may grow their wealth differently over time. So you know, I think one of the downsides of owning is that ties you to a particular asset and really concentrates you in that asset. Now, We haven't in Australia, at least up until now, really seen any negative consequences from that because property just seems to go up and up and up and up. But, you know, eventually there's going to be a point in time where property doesn't go up. And I think people will really feel the consequences of having a high level of concentration of their personal wealth tied up in a single asset. And to me, that's one of the biggest downsides of owning a property. Then we've got renting. So there are obviously pros and cons of renting. You know, the biggest 
con I think people, you know, perceive is that the rent that you pay every every week, every month seems like a waste of money. You're paying off, you know, paying money to someone else. Um, you never see that money again. The flip side of that is that rent these days is very low relative to the value of the property that you're investing in. So I know the place that I rent at the moment, the yield that the person who's renting it to me um, is getting or what the rental return is, is less than 2% per year. Now, that's not a very good return on an asset in my mind. And so one of the benefits of renting is that you're basically borrowing an asset at a really cheap rate, borrowing someone's house and only having to pay them 2% or or less of the value of that asset each year to use it, to me, that seems like a pretty cheap way of borrowing something. So that cheap way of borrowing something also gives you more flexibility to move when you want. The downside of that is obviously that people can kick you out and you're sometimes forced to find a new place when you don't want to. So there's definitely pros and cons of that. But renting then on the flip side of buying allows you to diversify your money better. So rather than having all your money tied up in your primary house, you can invest some of that money. You might want to invest it in, you know, part of an investment property or into a share portfolio or, or something else. But you've at least got that flexibility to actually use that money that you're saving to invest somewhere else rather than using it to pay off the, the mortgage attached to your house. So clearly there are, you know, pros and cons of each. You know, I, I think the final negative I would say that I see and, and as someone that has owned a place in, in the past is that I don't think people appreciate the time cost and the frustration cost of managing a house. Because when you own a house, you know, there is a lot of work you need to do and there's a lot of additional costs. You need to maintain the house. You need to repair it. You need to renovate it. You need to pay council rates. You need to pay tax when you sell. You know, there's a lot of frictional costs that you have to pay every year in owning a property that you don't have to pay in other investments like shares. So overall, I would say that, you know, while renting doesn't seem that attractive, when you think about paying off someone else's mortgage, it does give you a lot of flexibility and freedom, you know, in your own life, in your own movements, and also where you invest your own money. And I believe that if you're still saving sensibly while you're renting, you can be just as well off as someone that buys their own place. And there are studies that have been done, I believe, including by the RBA that show this as well, that the difference between renting and buying isn't that different, provided that if you're renting, that you still are sensible and disciplined at investing that money. So in summary, I would say that rent money really isn't dead money because buying a house has a lot of negatives as well. It's very costly to maintain. All your money's tied up in one place. Whereas when you rent, you're more flexible. You can move, you can invest elsewhere. But if you are renting, my number one tip would be that you still need to be disciplined with your savings. You know, don't use that money that you're not paying a mortgage off with to go off and, you know, spend every week. Make sure that you're carving a little bit off a side, you know, into an investment portfolio or into something that's going to grow your wealth over time. So you're keeping up with all of those friends of yours that own a property instead. So the next time you see someone on your Instagram feed standing in front of a sold sign or proud, don't you fret. You think of all that freedom you have as a renter. Just don't be too free with the spending. Remember what Chris said, you still got to save. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you are loving the show, then why not leave us a little five gold stars in your podcast app if it allows you to do that. And I'll see you on Friday for another episode. 